0: All right, let's take a breather. Let's take a second. Breathe the good air in.
1: <sighs> Namaste.
0: Out. Namaste. Whatever. I got food waiting for me, and it's like, you ready?
1: Yeah, ready. put <laughs> like, come on.
0: No, no. I, I mean, I'm just you know because I'm a I'm a hungry fat guy. Things like that happen to me all the time. <laughs> You're funny, <laughs> Evelyn. It's been so long. I've missed you dearly, and I keep seeing you doing like thousand things. Welcome back to a conversation, and and probably something a lot slower than all of the high level things you've been doing. Thank you for taking the time to step down to us little people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Michael. Little people. I don't know about that.
0: (laughs) Physically, I'm impressive and all, but uh, everywhere else, I'm nobody.
1: You're somebody to me into the world. Oh,
0: that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so as part of the intro, let me welcome everybody to the soapbox po- soap box podcast. I should know my own podcast name better than that. It's my podcast where I introduce people to the people I think they should be introduced to. Friends of my friends should be your friends too. Oh, that's great. I like that. Right? Right?
1: Me too. I like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, eloquent sometimes. Um Evelyn Brito, the founder of Bodega Makeover. How are you doing?
1: I am super. Super.
0: Evelyn, you have been spearheading the huge project of making food healthy food accessible to people in our community and for people who don't know can you explain a little more about the bodega makeover and what you're about
1: sure yeah so the bodega makeover is a series a web series uh, we provide store improvement and healthy eating options to local communities so think of like Extreme home edition. Have you seen those shows?
0: Yeah. They fix people
1: houses and they mm-hmm. go to Disney. Well, that's not that kind of show. We don't Damn. we don't send bodega well, owners to, to, to Disney.
0: <laughs> no, but you know, they would love to go to Disney. Come on.
1: That would be nice, but you know, I think that bodegas well, need sort of that training. So, mm-hmm. you know, we also provide, you know, experts to come to them and give them the tools they need to be a successful uh, business owner, small think- business owner.
0: I think that's actually one of the biggest and most fantastic things about this series. It's not just rehabilitating a store and saying, aha, now you have all of these things here. It's the tools to not just get the healthy food, but to maintain healthy habits in the stores and still be profitable. And I think that is huge because, you know, anytime you tell somebody, hey, you can make over and do something different, you don't. Always hear about the things they have to continue to do, and those tools are what you provide for them, right? Absolutely,
1: yeah. It's at the end of the day, it's about sustainability. How do Mm -hmm. we continue to support this bodega owner and and have uh, this owner have the the necessary resources that that he or she needs to continue uh, providing those healthy options? Because you know, like you said, uh, we can provide you know a makeover um any to any bodega uh, but mm-hmm. if you don't give them the tools how are they going to maintain the you know the doors open right and so we did a lot of research with the Roxbury bodega and we want to make sure that you know that the community were was involved as well
0: and the community has been supportive
1: yes yes absolutely I'm, um, you know, looking at Madison Park development and the stuff that they're doing in the community and how they supported this project has been amazing. And other other companies as well, as, you know, like, you know, Eversource, who provided the refrigerator, right, the refrigeration. So <laughs> the got us just huge, you know, and Tufts Health Plan, as well as uh, um, Mass General Hospital, who was also uh, a big supporter of this as well.
0: For anyone who's not in the Massachusetts or Boston areas, these are big names that you're dropping, uh, especially the Madison Park, pro, uh, is it the development? Madison Park Development Project. <laughs> That's a big name for the Roxbury, Boston area because, and I, I don't think a lot of people really understand how much they have, how much they invest into projects around here to make sure that it's all about the community, it's community centered. Yes. Can you tell us some of the things you had to make sure the community got in uh, the, bodega, the Bodega project as well?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what we had to do is before I even started doing the makeover or getting, you know, the design company involved, we had to make sure that um, we understand who lives in that community, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can say, you know, let's just put some apples and oranges. But, you know, maybe people in their community don't, wouldn't buy it from there. You know, so we did a survey. Um, and We found out that the community in that particular area wanted to-go stuff, like to-go sandwiches, soup, mm-hmm. salads, and smoothies. was a huge one, healthy smoothies. Smoothies. Um, because you can't find healthy smoothies in Nubian Square. It's not Delhi Station anymore. It's Nubian Square.
0: <laughs> Nubian Square. I, I would have loved the name 15 years ago back when Nubian notion was still there but i don't feel mm-hmm. it anymore but it's yeah. I, I get it i get it it's it's nice it's a nice it, it,
1: it is nice yeah yeah and I, you know and it has a nice ring to it mm-hmm. um and so you know we did we did a lot of background work and then we talked to a a designer um and you know we we wanted to um, really change the way it looks but also keep, keeping that community element to the design Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't look like a Starbucks, but it really looks not looks like a bodega, but you know a little bit more modern. So we brought some of the shelves down, you know, added more bright colors, mm-hmm. you know, um, and new refrigeration and the lighting to make it more welcoming and inviting.
0: One of the coolest things that I had seen in the bodega that you guys uh, that you guys recently opened. Which what is the address for anybody who's going to check out uh, one of the places that you're you've done?
1: Mm-hmm. So it's Vega Brothers. Uh, yeah. It's on uh, Delhi yeah. and Greenwald Street, two nineteen Delhi Street. No, I was just gonna say they're a uh, son and ma- uh, mom own um, uh, bodega owners. Kind of cool.
0: So one of the things that I found really cool about it was, I'm a fan of having space for things, and sometimes when you get into a bodega, everything is just jammed. And I appreciated having the space to be able to reach in and grab what I wanted without having to like knock everything out of the way. I'm like, oh, this is what I want. Healthy, unhealthy. It feels like it wants you to get it. And it also feels like things would be refreshed in the store more often. It felt alive and it felt Mm -hmm. also active. Was that one of the things that you also wanted to make sure was in the bodegas as you were doing it?
1: My daddy's podcast is called Hyphenation. It's the world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama approved on hyphenation. My daddy talks about all kinds of cool things. And sometimes I'm on the podcast too. Sometimes he has his friend Marcus on. Sometimes he stays up really late and he's tired the next day. But it's worth it. he love this podcast. I want you to listen to hyphenation so daddy doesn't get sad. He really doesn't get sad, though, because he has me. All right, please listen to hyphenation. Thanks, y'all. I love the podcast, so please, please, please try to join. But if you know
2: Perfect. Thank you. Can
0: we hear it now? What that just yes.
1: Say? I mean, I think, no, no, I think you're right. I think that, you know, bodegas aren't a business, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's a convenience store, right? Mm-hmm. So they try to sell, you know, every everything that you you need um, in, in a small amount of space. Uh, the bodega that we did, did in Roxbury, they d- did lose 20% out of their uh, shelf space, but that was okay because those items that they were selling wasn't, you know, wasn't, wasn't moving. It was just collecting dust. So we Mm -hmm. actually did an inventory and say, okay, these are the things you, you know, that you can not sell. Uh, People are not buying it.
0: (laughs) They don't need three rows of Tide.
1: Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) So the Vega Brothers was your first store. I'm imagining this is going to, if it wasn't because of COVID, you would have been probably on your fourth, fifth store by now. Uh, This web series is going strong. What episode are you guys on now?
1: So this is our first one. We did our first pilot. Um and yeah, you know, you're right, with the COVID, we did have to pivot. Uh we actually hardly uh didn't make the first one um
2: because
1: Because of all the closures and stuff like that. You know, we had everything all our ducks in a road in April um of last year and then COVID hit and we pretty much had to start from scratch. Um, and I had to, you know, wear a, 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 an extra hat to be a general contractor. I don't even know what that entails, but I had to, find, I had to figure it out.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of signing for things and a lot of paying for things. And, you yes. know, you're basically the one that does everything before you do everything or before they Pretty do much. everything. So, where can people find your series right now?
1: So, right now is on mybodegamakeover.com. Mm-hmm. And you click on what we do, and you can see the the pilot uh, there. Um, the trailer uh, it's on Amazon, Amazon Prime videos. Um, and we're right now actively seeking to work with a uh, a production company who can get us to a, uh, a streaming um, network. Um, mm-hmm. But you know that that takes time. That takes time.
0: I mean, you're on Amazon Prime. You're almost there. What, are you trying to get onto Netflix? Trying to take the big red step?
1: Yeah, about, yeah, like, uh, you know, something like Hulu or, you know, um, you know, Amazon is good, but more like a Hulu or NBC kind of kind of network. I think it would be per- a perfect home for it. A new,
0: uh, new series. I love Boston based series. And yes. that, and it would be awesome to know that, hey, I was involved in this somewhat. Or at <laughs> least did, I, know some, I know somebody in there. So you've got the bodega you've redone. You've got the series you're pushing through what else is there
1: um you know we're you know we're we're still supporting uh bodegas um i am working with the one in chelsea mass because there's our that's our next one we're thinking in the fall um and i'm still working with him just to make sure that he's uh, connected with the resources that he needs Mm -hmm. um until you know we can we can get started um Yeah, and we're just playing the waiting game on 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 getting this into a bigger network and see where it goes. And I'm keeping myself busy.
0: The bodegas in Boston and the bodegas in Chelsea have to be completely different. What's the what's the biggest variance you have going in there?
1: Well, you know, it's 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 all the same thing. Meaning, like access to healthy food is Mm -hmm. very uh, you know majority of bodega owners don't have healthy food options for various reasons, you know, you know, it can be because they don't have working refrigerator or, mm-hmm. you know, they think, or oh, people are going to continue to buy these kind of chips. I'm going to continue to sell them, you know? Um, and then, you know, the other thing is you know, the education where, you know, they've been here, been there for so many years where they're just doing the same old same old and mm-hmm. not really, you know uh getting with the times as you say right <laughs> Yeah, you got to get hip <laughs> got to get hip so the bodega owner who that i'm working with in chelsea's been there for 30 years um and he wants this he wants this change he sees the 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 the, the change in that particular community mm-hmm. and where he's at right now on if you if you if you go to chelsea and you go to his store um i can't i can't have i don't have the address on my on my on the top of my head but when you go to the store, on the left side of him is all luxury apartments.
0: Oh, so he's right on the edge of where he's uh, right. where everything's been changed in Chelsea.
1: Yes, he's right on the edge. So he Ooh. needs to adapt. You know, he needs to be able to, you know, um, target that market mm-hmm. and also to continue to support the community. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, you know, a lot of that's all. That's been experienced to a few bodegas, not just here in Boston, but also in New York.
0: Yeah. And uh, we know that uh, gentrification is not just a thing, but it's a thing that's not going to stop anytime soon. How is that impacting the need for change in the bodegas?
1: Absolutely. I mean, yes, I I think that has a huge impact because, you know, a lot of people who have been in the communities for so long they're leaving mm. and so you have this new group of wave people where you need to you know adapt Of uh, not you you end up just closing and not And a lot of bodegas trying to figure out why uh yeah. it's because you're not really paying attention to who who's in the community yeah, and I, think- I don't think a lot of bodega owners need to do that research they need to ask they need yeah. to ask questions
0: Have you found that it's you know how they say the Boston community is uh, they or actually or some of the businesses in Boston, you have like 20 businesses doing the same thing and they're not really connecting to make a stronger version of it. Have you found that with uh, some of the bodega owners where they could help each other and be stronger, not just in the community, but as like bodega owners to support each other and say, hey, we're moving forward in this because the Vega Brothers store being the first, in, the first in its community and a very strong community to do this has to have been a big step? And are they pushing others towards it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, Boston is behind on that. Um, I think New York for sure is on the spot. You know, they do have an association where you know they have members where they got, where they got owners who they, they do help each other out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's a need here in Boston. Um, so I am work. I am working with the Bodega Association in New York to figure out how can that, you know, how can that um, be transferred, those services be transferred to here, to to Boston, because uh, it's definitely a need. And the other thing too, you know, just, you just throwing this idea out there. Maybe somebody will, you know, open up a business on, on this, you know, I think hmm. these bodegas will benefit if somebody invents like a time, like a, a, a um, not a timeshare, a, a, um,
0: yeah, but it's, it's like They do crop it here sharing. in the
1: farms. Yes. The crop farms
0: sharing. have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that is that is brilliant. I don't I've always seen some of the bodegas as very insular because and it's funny because I have uh because I live near Blue Hill Ave, and mm-hmm. there are three bodegas that are owned by what seems like the same family within like two blocks. Yes. <laughs> And then there's a fourth and... There's there's like six bodegas around me. But the fourth, fifth, and sixth are completely different. (laughs) So I always wonder, like, is there really no... Unless they're all owned by the same family, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be relative about. There's no... uh, hmm, There's no way of saying they're like the stop and shop of bodegas. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like when you go into... A couple stores in there like exactly the same. You're like, no, I know this store has, and I know it's bad for you, but Pineapple Fanta.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know this, but I also know this store is going to have cleaner things for me to eat because, hey, it's mm-hmm. that fresh aisle right there, that fresh, clean aisle that has the fresh fruit, the fresh veggies, and all of that. And I can go down there and pick something up to make dinner. Is that something that you're also trying to bring to the bodega makeover to also change their mindset and be like, hey, you're not just part of the community of the people there. You're also part of a bodega community. You may okay. want to listen to these things.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think a lot of bodega owners are open to the ideas. And like you said, you know, they're, one, they're a family who owns so many so many bodegas because they were successful on the one. You know, mm-hmm. and they was able to like, wait, there's there's services and resources out there for me that I can utilize to make my store better. And they were able to get really good support. So it, it's possible for for a lot of um a lot of bodegas. But I wanted to go and tell you about fun fact but about bodega in case people don't understand what the culture is.
0: Go ahead, throw it up. <laughs> throw it up. And I, I love fun facts.
1: Bodegas actually means wine cellars.
0: What? Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. From the minds that brought you, it's like a podcast or whatever, hyphen nation, and all other hyphen podcast group productions. We are proud to present We Should Do This Again sometime with Catchinetti and the Mark Rupp. There's action, adventure, Comedy and danger. If you like movies, then this is for you. We should do this again sometime. Is rated PG thirteen for language and some thematic elements. Let's play. Get your tickets wherever you get your podcast.
1: Goodbye. Oh, wine cellar.
0: Oh shit, we're turning you know this off. This is horrible. This is is. And in Boston, you know, we don't sell alcohol, wine, or liquor in. 90 percent of these stores so this is amazing
1: yes bodega means wine cellar it's a it's a spanish it's a spain word spanish word
0: mm-hmm. for wine
1: cellar uh, and there were a lot of them in new york so when they were closing down they turned those into um small grocery stores and so yeah when they when they were op- they opened the cuban family uh, the Cubans came in first and they started, you know, opening up like a little to-go stuff. Um, and then the Puerto Ricans came in, and in, in, the, in the, probably in the uh, 50s. Um, and they opened a lot of bodegas. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, you would say that they were the first, um, you know, entrepreneurs, Latinos entrepreneurs in New York City. And then Dominicans, my people, we came, you know, in late, you know, in the 60s. And Dominicans just started, they just ran with it. And they opened so many stores. I mean, you can't talk about bodega without connecting Dominican culture. Into
0: very Bolega. true. It is very true. Like there's, but there's the Puerto Ricans, there's the Dominicans, and there's also mm-hmm. the um, Yemenis. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Middle Eastern and the, uh, because I've been seeing a lot of turnover for that as well. Yeah. The yes. bodegas, when they get turned over, they're not turned over to another um, Spanish-speaking family. So is that something that you're seeing with a lot of bodegas as well?
1: Absolutely, yeah. In New York, there's definitely a huge Yemeni um, association of bodegas in Brooklyn. Um, but when you go in there, it's just kind of like you're still home because mm. you know they have um, Spanish-speaking um, staff. Um, even if the owners don't speak Spanish, but you see them, you're like, you don't know if they're Yemenis or if they're Latino.
0: <laughs> and also for them, they're like, why would I change what works? Yes. I know it, it didn't really work out for that guy, but it'll work for me and my mm-hmm. family. We'll, we'll invest in it and make, you know, we'll turn it around. And, right. and it does seem to work for them for a while, at least from what I've seen. I don't know mm-hmm. what, what the numbers look like, but. Let me again tell you, thank you uh, for taking the time to speak to me. You know, you're doing like a thousand things and you're still a mom. Yes.
1: Yes. I have two kids who are graduating.
0: Oh God. Graduating into being bigger pains in the butt. (laughs) Congratulations. I'm never going to (laughs) stop. Congratulations on getting them through this whole school year uh, and uh, not having destroyed them um from being <laughs> home all day <laughs> and i know your daughter uh loves being on set and helping you out and your son has to <laughs> yes you know like carry this. no
1: choice no yeah. choice
0: <laughs> for anyone who wants to contact you after where can they hit you up
1: my bodega makeover.com
0: mm-hmm.
1: um if it's a professional um, on LinkedIn.
0: Let's go to say they're always going to be professional about it. there's there's no video right now, so nobody's gonna be like trying to slide into your DMs like so what? Up?
1: <laughs> it was up. Um, yo, know, yeah. and the other thing too, if they they know a bodega in their community, they want to made over, you know, just share that story. i want to I want to hear those those stories.
0: I'd, I'd like to hear more about these bodega hit lists you're starting, but <laughs> you're like you, <laughs> all of the ones on Blue Hill Ave are on your list, right? <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there something from the New York bodegas that you want to bring into the Boston bodega, but you've been finding, you know, Boston blue laws really hate moving forward. What is it?
1: I would say the bodega association. Ooh. yes.
0: Do we not have one or? We do not. How can we get one started if we want to start one?
1: Um, that's why I'm working with the one in New York to see if they if they would be open to um, doing one here in Massachusetts, and I think they are. So we're just you know stay stay tuned.
0: Ooh. So I stay,
1: stay tuned.
0: Oh no, you're trying to be like uh, those employees at Amazon and starting a union and they're gonna and' they're, they're, somebody's gonna be like, no, 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 <laughs> Evelyn, no. But I but I think, you know, that's a great path for the bodegas to take. And it's going to move our bodegas and our community forward in a healthier, uh, smarter way. So healthier, brighter, smarter, because I, I love the way the Vega Brothers store turned out. It's a beautiful, welcoming store. And thank you for all of your work.
1: You know, it's so funny, before you go, when, we, mm-hmm. when I went to go visit a few bodegas in New York, there is a bodega we went to. It's called Brito Bodega. Huh? Maybe their family. I don't know. M-
0: Listen, I don't know if you've been, if you've ever started trying to climb the family tree to find out where it all goes, but you might find an uncle who's like married into something that got that store open.
2: Look at me, look at me, timeless She fell in love with the timing. it's perfect I need the wrist on me diamond shit, ooh I need the check with no minuses, ooh I need my wrist with them diamonds She threw it up with no hymen She switching up like the climate Can't even see her, her page is on private Trust me, I know she'll find me I heard that pressure make Diamonds so perfect I can't tell the time but I don't really mind it Kinda funny how you niggas misguided I'm zoned in, don't fight it I'm Mike, you Scotty Fuck nigga, I ain't fearing nobody In the DMs like your boy, yo got it. Uh, yeah. I get you out in this league I get you out of that fit I treat this shit just like it's a convertible I tear the top of this bitch Hey, look at me, look at me Timeless She phone love with the timing i need the wrist on me diamond shit oh i need to check with no minuses Ooh.
0: this is a hyphen podcast production on